You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Devils fans, Bayou Benders here. Just because it isn't the winning season we expected from the Devils doesn't mean that you still can't feel like winners either. As you guys know, there's no other sport like hockey. It's literally God's gift to man. From the fast tempo to the fights to the highlight real plays, it's truly the best sport around. And there's no better way to make it more exciting than a wager on the outcome on none other than mybookie.ag. Nobody gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie is the best payouts and the better odds than any sports book. I wouldn't be telling you this if it weren't the best. Take it from me. Let's just say Christmas wasn't so hard on the pocketbook this year. You can risk a little or a lot on as many games as you want. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit half all the way up to a thousand dollars holy fuck boys that means if you deposit a hundred you receive an extra 50 free money to do as much damage with as you can deposit 200 get an extra 100 and so on all the way to a thousand i bet that caught your attention just use the promo code thpn to activate the offer and take advantage of this you can be like the devil's fanatic himself, David Putty. Hey, man, I'm just trying to support the team. The team being your pocketbook. Visit mybookie.ag today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. You play, you win, you get fucking paid. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Rebuilding Hell podcast, episode 40. It's me and Shane, as always. Um, Tonight, we're going to talk about things that are going on in the league, along with the uh, previous game in Florida. It's going to be a really good episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Devil's Advocates podcast. Uh, it's me, Corey, alongside Shane as always, and uh, got another exciting episode for you guys again today. Uh, Shane, how we doing? Pretty good, how are you? I'm doing great, bud. Uh, it's another day in New Orleans, uh, sadly. Well, I mean, you predicted it. You kind of said the Panthers would beat the Devils, and uh, 
in fashion, they absolutely fucking ran through them. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, another game where we haven't surpassed, like, even close to the 50% mark on face-offs. Like, it has become um, a, a lasting trend with us as of late. Um, I mean, this one especially, 30, only 39%. Um, our centers just aren't getting it done. <laughs> Our centers aren't very good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he sure played again. No, he sure didn't play, and neither did uh, Sammy Vantanen, So Yeah, but Vantanen isn't taking draws. So yeah, I don't care about I, ab- that. yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the bigger um, problem is he sure not playing. And... He sure being our number one center and not playing is more of a problem than anything. Yeah, it's really throwing off the group. And you can tell as of late. Uh, I mean, that's crazy to think that uh, with him gone, our face-off percentage have dropped at least about 15 to 20% each game. So, yeah, you know, he rough. definitely makes a, a big difference on this team. Yeah, I mean, we didn't lose badly. Uh, we just didn't play great. And, yeah. I mean, it's just the way things have gone. <laughs> um you know, it has has Louis Domingue turned into the, turned into the next Corey Schneider, oh, um, <laughs> possibly. Um, on a lighter note, though, uh, you know, we once again we do open up the scoring, and it, it, it is young Jack Hughes with a power play goal, which was which was fairly nice. Yeah, Severson has uh, a point in seven straight games. Yeah, actually. Um, Crazy enough, I picked him up in fantasy because he is one of the most, uh, you know, frequently producing uh, players right now defensively. And um, I guess it kind of scared me because I was like, uh, you know, in fantasy, like the plus and minus can really fuck you in a game, which sucks because, I mean, like you said, no one really follows it. Um, and his can go back and forth. But I, I took the plunge and picked him up, and he, he's been doing all right for me. Yeah, that's fair. I mean – He's a a decent guy, but here's what concerns me with Deming is his against Toronto against on January fourteenth, he allowed five goals in thirty one minutes. His second start after he only lasted a period, two goals on fifteen shots. I don't know if that was injury or not because he didn't play again. I think, I think that may have been the game he got hurt. Right. Um, his last two starts uh, before the Florida game, they lost in overtime. Um, you know, but still, you know, four goals on 36 shots, three goals on 31. Not the greatest. And then no. another five-goal outing. Disappointing. Yeah, just in the past five, he's only had uh, one game where save percentage is above uh, 900, and it's not that great. It's 903, you know, and that was at Dallas. And I mean, he only had, he, he didn't even start. You know, he was just he came in. No, he uh, he's only hit since coming over in uh, for games he started. He started Detroit in November. Uh, I don't know if that was with New Jersey or not. Um, 
can't remember when he was traded to New Jersey. He, uh, this season at least, he's only hit 900 four times. Like everything else has been below 900. Yeah. Um, it's been disappointing. You wanted out of, uh, you wanted out of Tampa. Tampa. And in 12 starts, he's 3 6 and 2. Uh, save percentage of 0.882 and a goals against average of 3.74. That's not what we want to see. No, not at all. Um, I mean, it sucks, you know. I mean, I guess Louis Domingue looked so good last year, but that was with an unreal team in front of him. Um, you know, you said it four or five podcasts back, you know, Louis Domingue, great goalie, uh, especially when a team in front of him is, is really good. And this isn't, this isn't the type of team, you know, this is a big difference from what he's accustomed to coming from last year. And um, yeah, cause I mean, the thing is, is that like he was 21 and five last year, but he only had a save percentage of 0.902. Right. Last Jesus. year in Tampa. That's not... Yeah, it's nothing to write home about. Like, so they were just winning off of offense, and he was just keeping them in the game and, in an, you know, well, no, to an extent. Last, he had six straight starts above a 900. Okay. Like, he actually had some, like, pretty decent starts. He never let in... He only let in more than five goals. Uh, twice. He let in a lot of four-goal games. He had, like, five of them. Yeah. So, he he actually did do well. Oh, oh absolutely. Well, I'm looking was. at it right now. And a lot of a lot of 900 uh, games. But he um, also had, you know, 28, 20. Like, his yeah. high was 45, and his low was, like, 19. And he allowed two goals on 19 shots. That's or his, his yeah, his low was nineteen. He had a save percentage of point eight nine five. That's really what does him in. Yeah, you know, allowing seven goals on thirty shots against Arizona. Right, his third start of the season. He's had like, you know, he has a a nine sixty three against <laughs> against New Jersey last year. <laughs> um. But he had some like he only allowed one goal against Colorado last year. Yeah, that's that was literally the next one I was looking at, December eighth. Yeah, uh, like he he's had some good good games, but like let's be real, the difference between uh, Tampa and New Jersey are very very big. Very big. Whew. Jesus. Um, yeah, we're all tired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Work's getting a little, a little real down here uh, with Mardi Gras coming around. We we are working a little, a little extreme right now. But um, yeah, man. Last year, he, you know, you can look at it. His his average is looking at at about three goals. Would you know would be his his goals average? But I mean, he didn't have a bad season. But then again, you had a great team around you. You know, and you uh. You were getting breaks in between with a guy who, if I'm not mistaken, did he win? He won the Vesna last year. Um, 
Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. I think so. So you know you got a, you got a guy who had an unreal year, along with your backup being you know super stable and being able to you know their their tandem last year was just it just worked so well. He comes over here, you know, and this isn't this isn't that type of team. You know, this is like District Five, you know, from fucking Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, he's no Jaguar, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, perfect. I had this written down because I figured it would pop up. Uh, as per last episode, have you been searching for a St. John Flames jersey, preferably a Jaguar jersey? Uh, I have been. It's just hard. <laughs> um, I've definitely been looking like casually. Uh huh. But uh, I, I, it's hard to find. I can't find anything right now. Now, if you can't find one with specifically uh, Jaguar on it, would you get a blank jersey and, oh, and add it to it? Yeah. Or at least try to add to it. Right. I just want the jersey itself. Yeah. But when you found out that he's on it, I'm sure it. It, it swung it to being more than just a, a blank. <laughs> oh, 100%. But, like, I just want the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, if if you guys had, had happened to look at it, uh, very awesome jersey indeed. It was uh, – man, I even told my cousin about it. It kind of looked uh, – I don't know. Like it looked like it's something you so would see out dumb. of the '90s. Like it's so great. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh man, that's awesome. Oh uh, well, I guess speaking since we we just got a little uh, off subject and went back to uh, you know a previous conversation. Uh, you know we left off uh, saying that you guys need to jump on to the Senators podcast to listen to part two. Uh, you know of finding out about. Uh, about St. Louis losing their team, their AHL affiliate to Vegas. Uh, how did how did you and Tom's conversation go? It was good. It it was definitely informative. Uh, now there's even more twists and circles for this thing because it sounds like uh, Vegas could their AHL team could be playing out of a fucking like arena. Or out of not obviously out of but like out of a <laughs> fucking casino. What? Yeah, there oh, was. Jesus. If you go to if you follow Vegas on Twitter and whatnot, they posted a uh, article. I'm gonna see if I can bring it up. But yeah, they're right, pending approval from league officials in the AHL at the boards of governing meeting. They are hoping to play. So, uh, pending approval of the purchase and relocation from the American Hockey League Board of Governors, the Golden Knights AHL affiliate will play their home games during the 2021 AHL season at the Orleans Arena, located at the Orleans Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Should be New Orleans, but is what it is. Oh, well, that's can... that's fucking nuts, there, dude. Like, <laughs> just just imagine the 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 ability to bet and just walk a couple of yards away and and, and just go sit at the game you just bet on. You know, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't even <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. It's fucking. Rid- <laughs> You're going to a fucking casino and you can catch a hockey game at a fucking casino. Right? Okay, cool. I want to honestly. 
if that's the case, I wonder what kind of deals this Orleans hotel and casino will be doing for games. Right. High rollers club, like instantly gets like box seats. Like, <laughs> like there better be some kind of kind of deal. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Just having a tough night, you know, on the slots. You fucking, you know, go downstairs and catch catch a game. Come back up. Maybe your luck's changed. Yeah, I I'm interested to see what happens with that. Oh, that that's awesome though. I will definitely. I'm I'm gonna read into that. That is insane. That was an interesting conversation. We ended up talking about football for a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, what you guys got into? Uh, honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> um, well, I did catch. Bunch of, oh, I think it might have been gambling because we started talking about the XFL. Yeah, I know he's he's big into his uh, Battle Hawks right now. That's fair. I mean, I mean, I haven't been able to watch much, but it definitely looks interesting. Yeah, and I mean, for him, you know, uh, losing, you know, the St. Louis Rams, at least he's got another type of football to get interested in. Yeah, you know, so I'm, I know that that very, was devastating for him. It's a very it was a very busy day for myself the last couple of days <laughs> uh, when it comes to football. Yeah. So if, if you guys don't know, uh, I mean, y'all should by now. I'm in Canada. I'm in Ottawa. <laughs> we have our own league that we worry about most of the time, uh, the Canadian Football League. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to check it out in the States, it's usually on ESPN2 or – what ESPN Plus, I guess it's now called. Uh, they they carry most of the games, but their free agency just opened up, and it's been a whirlwind of a time up here because a lot of players are coming to the team. Actually, not that many. There's like five or six, but like still big enough guys to make a difference. Uh, so that's what I like. If you haven't been paying attention to my personal Twitter, that's what you've been missing. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, I, I really can't say I've watched a Canadian football game like a full one. Um, and uh, it's 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 not that it hasn't interested me. It has just never been. Um, I've never been able to catch one uh, on television. And now that I don't have cable, you know, I, I just have like you know, like your your standard like Netflix, Hulu, all of that. I know I can get uh, a form of ESPN. I've just never really had a chance to catch any of those games. I do remember like you know, working at the bar and watching, like, ESPN's highlights and it being, like, some absurd Canadian football. You know, I remember they had that one guy looked like he was, like, me and Tom size. You know, just a massive fucking quarterback out there a um, couple of years back. Kind of blew my mind. He looked like he was in the upwards of 300 pounds and he was a quarterback. Yeah, we had our the beard. I don't know if you ever saw the beard chug about, like, two years ago. No, what was that? Um, yeah, okay, so if you haven't, if for, for Americans out there, if you haven't seen the beer chug, look up John Gott Beer Chug Ottawa Red Blacks. Okay, he they score a touchdown, it's near the end of the season. He goes to his, I think his girlfriend at the time or his fiance, I'm not sure if they were married yet or not. Um, grabs a beer. And chugs it. <laughs> on, that is awesome. Like on, oh, it was great. Um, I want to see. I'll I'll probably post it. Um, 
on my personal because it's not hockey related, but I'll probably post it. Uh, but definitely take a look at it. Dude, that, that sounds like just right off the bat. That is something that you'll never see. And, uh, and he in wasn't the NFL. penalized for it. <laughs> oh, man, That's that is awesome. Uh, he was, Because there's there was literally no uh, penalty for it. So... And then yeah, he steam like he steam like uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Steve Austin did. Oh, awesome! Friggin' smashed it over his helmet and. <laughs> Man, that is so Canadian. <laughs> it was great. That's awesome. It was great. That is awesome. I hate um, the fact that he's number sixty-three because I've worn that number for the last like six or seven years, and I keep getting hurt. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, what do you play? You play like a uh, little football out there? Oh yeah, I've been playing since I was like ten. That's awesome. Yeah, I played a little bit, but I was so I was always big for my size. So they tried to like put me with the bigger kids growing up, which wasn't a problem until like they start like leveling you, and I'm just like uh, I'm not interested in getting fucking put into the ground, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair. I know that feeling. It was, I mean, dude, it was really like that with every sport except for baseball. They didn't care about, like, the weight difference. Yeah, yeah for me, like, our, our amateur football, I started a year after they had the weight change. So mm-hmm. if I started the year before, I would have been playing with kids, like, three or four years older than me because I, I was a husky kid. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason why my nickname was uh, Bam Bam for the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that was fun. That was always fun to, to experience. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't slow, but, like, I was getting torched off, off the snap. I was just getting fucking, like, pushed over like a turtle. I was like, this is not <laughs> this is not for me going up against, you know, like, three- and four-year-old guys older than me. I don't know. It was definitely, it was definitely like, an awakening. I was like, yeah, maybe I should just stick to baseball for right now. <laughs> Lose yeah. some weight and come back. I don't know. I always, I always quite enjoyed my football. No, I liked it too. Uh, just man, it was just like it was like at an age where like these kids were starting to like work out and shit, and like there was that whole like enigma like you're not supposed to work out until like this, you know, around this age, and it was just like so. Here I am, just like just not fitting in at all, and just getting fucking leveled on yeah. the, at the lawn at the snap every, you know, every every chance. Yeah, I know. I believe that. Yeah, because yeah, you know, a big guy. They, they're like, "Oh man, offensive line." I'm like, "Fuck!" All right, <laughs> one of those situations. I know it perfectly well. <laughs> well, uh, back to hockey, man. Um, you know, some crazy shit happened last night with uh, Jay Bowmeister. I'm, I'm sure if you didn't watch it, I know you at least have heard about it. And it's, oh, I saw the replay, and I'm like. Because uh, it just shows you how quickly something can happen. Yeah, he literally just kind of like – he's like look like looking down at his knees for a second. You can just see his body just start to you know, hunt. Yep. Uh, and then what makes it worse is you, you see like uh, – was that Alex Petrangelo is like, you know, losing his mind, trying to get, trying to get someone's attention. And I feel then, bad for Dunn. Like, he was right there. He witnessed everything. Right. I feel um, bad for Dunn. It was it was just scary. And I mean, uh, you know, you guys were talking about it in the in the in the group chat earlier, um, that this is 
I guess been happening a little more frequent than normal. Um, you know, it just had happened not that long ago. Um, but it, it just sucks to see it in the middle uh, in the middle of a game like that. You know, he literally got off the ice and just uh, you know it happened. And then to make it worse is you know it's on it's on national television and all these players you know um, can all they can do is just sit and wait and hope that you know you know their teammate or you know their their opponent doesn't die on the bench. Yeah, I mean, yo, these doctors, mad respect. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I don't I don't care if it was like if it was the Anaheim or whatever fucking team, like, like the, the ability for them to get there as quick as they could, uh, you know, the first responders and even, even the, uh, the trainers to just start working and, and figuring out what they can do for him. Uh, absolutely saved his life, you know, made it to where at least he could see his family, you know, when he was like, you know, back to consciousness and stuff like that. It, just, it makes me wonder what the hell happened because Bomeister, you know, he prides himself on... He's like an Iron Man, you know, like... Uh, yeah, he prides himself on just, like, his physical... His ability to be physically fit and, like, his fitness level. Yeah, and, I mean, at 36 years old, still playing at a, at a high-caliber rate in the National Hockey League, you know, like, it, it wasn't something that you could see, you know, like it almost sounds like he could have like developed like a, like a, a pal, you know, like a, a palpitation in his heart or something like that. I just hope it's not an enlarged heart or something. Right. I just hope it's like one of those irregular one of almost something where it, it just, it won't happen again. Like I, you know, as I don't want to say as I was watching it, but, you know, after the game had canceled, you know, after they had canceled it, I was just hoping that, like, you know, uh, one, hopefully he can get back to his teammates, you know, uh, maybe not this season. You know, there's a chance I could see it. But, like, you know, I'm sure they would rather do rest tests and, you know, recovery. Um, but, you know, that not have this have to be his retirement, you know. Uh, and, I mean, if it is – I think he's been in the league for like 17 years or oh, well, 17 yeah. seasons. It's been and, ridiculous. Um, he's got over, I think it's 1,241 um, games played and then just winning the Stanley Cup, you know. There's not much more, you know, he, he's got his accolades, you know. Everyone oh, knows yeah. who he, he is. He could retire. Like, definitely can, but it, 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 it would suck to have to retire based off of something like this, something that's not your – you know, um, doing your choice. Exactly. Your choice, you know, your um, time because you have to, not because you want to. Exactly. You know, yeah. um, he, he just like you're saying, you know, like, because it, he tries to be as, you know, like just, just a, an, an example of fitness. Um, you, someone like that to, to not make the choice to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to retire. Like this guy plays, you know, like his, he's declined a little bit, but, because of him being able to take care of himself so well, he's been able to to stay with this this younging, you know, this ever younging NHL, uh, you know, caliber. Um, and it just it just sucks to think that like someone like that might might not have the choice, you know. But um, you know, he's stable, and that that's what's important right now. Um, I don't even give a fuck that they. You know, like a lot of people were like, you know, is there going to be like a reschedule of the game? I don't, I don't think it fucking matters. 
when it's like, you know. I don't um, think it matters, but it's definitely worth asking because it could just be that there isn't. Uh, if the league feels like there's no reason for it to to happen, they're not going to force the game to be to be played. Yeah, like I just don't think like at that very moment. Like, like I get like they have to make a statement like that, but for for like fans to like act something like that when like even if it's your your opponent, you know, like there's not really much else to ask though. You can't really be like, oh, give me an update every like two minutes, right? But I wouldn't be surprised if it's not played if the if they just call it dead for the season as far as that making they up that game. They'll wait to see what happens when it comes to standings. Right. Because if, uh, let's say, St. Louis wins the division and, you know, they're locked in as the division winners no matter what happens, I can definitely see them not playing the game. Right, but but what if uh, what if it's like a, a do or die type of situation? Like, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't look like Anaheim's going to be that way. Hey, but it doesn't have to be for Anaheim. It has to be oh, it, one of the teams. So I see what you're saying. So if for whatever reason it's for St. Louis, where it's like, okay, you know, you've won the, you haven't clinched the like. Let's say they haven't clinched the division. They can be. They can. They'll play the game. If there's play, if there's playoff implications, they're gonna play the game. If it makes no difference, they'll probably just. They'll probably just it is what call it, is. it. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. You know, uh, I mean the way it's looking, uh, St. Louis is is pretty much holding a, a a lock on the on the central, and it's it's really just the the fight for second. You know, in the central right now. So I mean, chances are it might, we might we might just see what you're saying, as it being that's what it is, and you know we probably won't uh, have a rescheduling of that game. Yeah, probably wouldn't wouldn't be uh, be a thing that happens. Um, now I know you're an Ottawa man, but uh, literally in it looks like seven seven minutes, uh, the Sedin twins are about to have their numbers retired. Uh, I mean, these guys had a, an amazing career, you know, that lasted what, what was it, fucking forever? Like 17, 17, 18 years, something like that. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure you guys have had to play them uh, multiple times over the years. Uh, are you going to check that out or is that something you not really care about? Um, I mean, I don't really care about it. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It was an hour-long ceremony. It was like an hour-and-a-half-long ceremony because they needed to get the puck drop done at a certain time. Right. Uh, so it's been going on for the last, like, hour-and-a-half. Jesus. Yeah. It's just I wasn't a fan of the Sedins. I wasn't a fan of the Canucks. Uh, I liked Luongo. Okay. But and, – and they deserve – it's not like I'm going to say it sitting here like, oh, they don't deserve to get their nut. They're one of the best Canuck players to ever play. There's no, there's no argument there. But I don't, I wasn't a big enough fan to watch an hour and a half worth of Jersey retirement for two players. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm more of the, the guy who like checks it out the next day when they have like the condensed version of it. You know, it's maybe like three minutes long, and at yeah. that, 
I just watch them raise their numbers and then the highlights. That's really all I'm I'm interested in. Um, like on Monday, Chris Phillips is getting, or on Tuesday, Chris Phillips is getting his number four retired by Ottawa. Really? And I don't, yeah, he finally. Um, <laughs> but I say finally. I mean, he's only been retired for like four years. But it's um, big, it's big for Ottawa, you know. So that I'm guessing that's why you're saying modern modern day history. Uh, and I'm going to the game. Oh, and, sick! Uh, it's just like for me, I'm not expecting fans from other fan bases to care. Right. And I don't think it's an insult to four other fans to sit, think that. You know, if you know, like for if for whatever reason, let's say we retired. Uh, Brian Giantas, I think, or Patrick Eliash is twenty six. Don't expect te- like players or fans from Ottawa and you know Detroit and my and Anaheim to give a fuck. They won't, and that's fine. So I've seen a couple of Canuck fans online complaining that like, oh, uh, you know, you guys should care this that, and the other. It's like it's not their team. Right. Why should they care? Yeah, just it, for me, not having like a, a local team or anything like that. You know, it's just something that uh, that I was interested in considering. It's just uh, these are these are modern players that are that have just retired. You know, so I've seen a lot of hockey with them being, uh, you know, with them playing in it. Um, oh yeah, I mean, I but but to go retired, as far, yeah, it was go ahead. Far, like a lot of these guys that I that are seeing jerseys retired. You know, Alfredson, Phillips for Ottawa, even seeing Bruder, uh, you know, them those guys were start to retire and are leaving the league. For me, that's a whole new that's a whole new experience because I don't remember the league before they were part of the league. That correct. Like like you you literally uh even if you didn't watch their careers like, you know, nonstop, like they started and, and they're ending in within your recollecting, you know, um, watching of the NHL, you know, so this the is, league this has is always had the Indians. So when they were exactly, retired, <laughs> like, I mean, maybe because I wasn't a huge fan of them. It was a little bit different than when it was, when it came to other players, but you know, when they retired, the year after was the first year with no Sedin's hockey for me. Mm-hmm. It was the same when Bruder retired. It was the same when Lindstrom and Niedermeyer, I like all these guys retired. It was like, okay, this is the first year without hockey or without them in hockey. And it was weird not hearing their names or watching it, especially when they're so iconic with a city. You know, it's one thing for a player who's kind of jumped around from a couple of teams than it is for players who have played their entire career there. Right. Because you're yeah. like they become basically a symbol of 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 this franchise in in this era, you know. Oh yeah, like when I I one of my first games uh, after Sackick retired, watching Colorado and not hearing his name, it was weird. <laughs> Goalies, it's a little bit a little bit better because they're not starting every game, right? So you kind of you can or and because if they're hurt, they're out long term, whatever the case may be. You kind of get used to it a little bit easier, but when Eiserman retired, when Sakic retired, it, like watching those games, watching Detroit and Colorado, 
and not seeing or hearing those players, it was like, wow, it's officially done. Like they're no longer part of the NHL. Yeah. And, and it almost felt like it had lost like a bit of its flair, you know, um, especially like, like when Eisenman left, it was, um, you know, like I, I had told Tom, like growing up, like, this is like, when you're a kid, it's like, like the hero era of hockey. Like these guys are just, uh, above expectations. And, and when they retired, it's just like, like, yes, the team still has good players, but it's like, this is like someone that you've seen since you were, you know, young, not being there. Like it, it almost makes the, the team, you know, not feel as strong, you know, granted, you know, they, they're not strong right now, but you know, like they, they were still looking good for a while, but you know, when you lose these, these big members like that, especially when you, when you can remember them being in the league from, you know, like early memories of watching, you know, it's, it's definitely a big, a big difference. You know, I guess Vancouver's had, had an, an easier step with them, you know, the Sedins retire and it's hard, but then they turn around and they have, uh, what's his name, uh, Pedersen. And, you know, they, they just have so much to look forward to right now. You know, they, they didn't have, like, a fall off, like, maybe like Detroit did, you know. Well, again, different kind, different kind of fall off. Yeah. Detroit's in a situation not that, not comparable to many teams. Um, you know, them and, them and L.A. are in two, two different boats. Like, them and, like, Vancouver – what, like Vancouver admitted to a rebuild like years ago before the Sedins retired. Yeah. So it's a little bit different for Detroit just refused to accept that they couldn't hang on to old like aging players. Yeah, it's it's like Montreal, like um like back in the day, like wanting just the French Canadians and then, you know, they're 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 trading away their their pool. And now we just got a bunch of older guys and, and now we're trading them off and, you know, we have a, a bad fucking fall off and, you know, the fans are fucking outraged and shit, but it was, it was because of what we were trying to do. We were trying to have a lock on these French Canadians and then we were bringing in people while giving away our future. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, way before my time, but, you know. Huh. Is what it Chicago is. is wearing uh, the twenty-two thirty-three decals for really? tonight's game. That's nice. Yeah, some classy <laughs> gestures right there. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure they have the money considering they're in like every outdoor game uh, possible. They could they could scrounge up some money for a patch, but um, that is a, that is a nice honor. Um, speaking of outdoor games, we got that uh, we got that stadium series coming up. Uh, Gross. Gr- <laughs> I hate are you talking about series. are you talking about the uh the, the jerseys or horrible. the absolute like stadium series itself both because stadium <laughs> series i have not seen a good stadium series jersey if someone has one out there like that they want to they, they think is good please send show it. me send it and oh. i'll show you how it's wrong these are these the are fucking atrocious are fucking ugly pittsburgh uh philly i think maybe maybe washington has the best I can't even remember if they were a stadium series. Well, the only one I can think of with Washington as of late was was the Winter Classic. Against the thing Chicago. Is I think for them it was always the Winter Classic. I don't think they ever had a stadium series history. 
I think it's all been um, outdoor, like outdoor games. Right. Well, this year, uh, especially, they do not look good at all. They're um, so ugly. Both of them. So yeah. ugly. Um, I, I like the Avalanche crest itself, um, but it should never be, uh, I don't know, 75% of a fucking jersey. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, and what blew my mind is that they were trying to sell it as this is new and innovative where we've had to actually – the crest is so large, we had to learn how to make a jersey around it. And I'm like, wow, well, why the fuck is it all the way up to your collarbone? You know, like, why, why is it, why does it have to be stitched into the, you know, the, the neck part and then reach all the way down to the bottom? Like, there's, there's no point in fucking having it. Um, and they're just trying to sell it off. So, like, I love, I like the colors, I like the logo. Just, well, why the fuck does it have to be that big in an LA? Just kind of looks like a cut and paste fucking ninety five so windows. Ugly. Like Washington, <laughs> Washington has the best out, like stadium series when they played Toronto and Toronto did that like whiteout. Oh, design. the and and it was so fucked because like they were having trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember like, watching Washington had like probably Washington had the best jersey and even that it wasn't the nicest. Anaheim's like orange big D. Fucking atrocious. Yeah. Uh, New well, no, New Jersey actually had the best, had the best jersey. Really? Because they had the fucking red and green and white, like their true, like their old school colors. Ah, okay. Like they had the they had that is the best stadium series jersey in in the history. New Jersey's. Uh, and even seeing Berger in it makes me happy because, yeah, that looks right. Um, but even fucking the, uh, New York's jersey that year was atrocious. Uh, Pittsburgh and Philly the couple of years ago was atrocious. So out of all the jerseys, there's been a lot. Only two of them have actually been decent. And that Philly – didn't the Phillies was, – was Philly last year? Right before um... – Wayne Simmons got so. got traded. They had that that just all orange jersey, and it was like no white. It was just uh, all orange and just I think it minimum was black. And black, yeah. I think yeah, and then the, and then Pittsburgh had the basically the, the black same thing. And it was yellow. Yep, it was like no white. It was just like but, absence of white. And yeah, I don't I don't get it. I, I've yeah, and then San Jose had that fucking blue, black, and white. Oh, it's so Chicago had a pretty bad one in 20, 2006. 14 Rangers was ugly. 14 Kings was bad. 2014 Chicago is just a typical Chicago. Mm-hmm. 16 Detroit wasn't bad. Colorado's 16 wasn't bad, actually. With that, like, C thing. Yeah. Uh, the Islanders 2014 isn't bad. Pittsburgh's 2014 wasn't bad, but I Minnesota's, I mean, I think it's basically just their, their it's just an home it looks jersey. like a, an enlarged crest is all. Yeah. Um, I still think I I still think that like there there's been some, but I definitely think for the most part they're usually ugly as hell. Yeah. Um <laughs> 
did did Colorado play Detroit that year in 2016? Yeah. Oh, uh, Detroit kind of looks like fucking like something you'd see on like a NASCAR. This is the thing that pisses me off. Uh, the first game was at Dodger Stadium, 25th, mm-hmm. 2014. Uh, Anaheim Ducks versus the LA Kings. The next two, the 26th to 29th, Rangers versus Devils, Rangers versus Islanders uh, at Yankee Stadium. Uh, and then March 1st, Pittsburgh versus Chicago. So already the Rangers have been in two. Uh, yeah. This is LA's second one because they originally did it at Levi Stadium for San Jose. I like San Jose's in that one. I hate that jersey. I like uh, it. Uh, and then you had the two in 2016 with Chicago versus Minnesota, Detroit versus Colorado. And then you have 2017, which was Philly versus Pittsburgh. 2018, which was Toronto versus Washington. Washington one's really nice. Yes. Uh, and then you had 2019, Pittsburgh versus the Flyers. And now you have uh, the worst this year's. Uh, the King. So Kings have been in twice. Colorado's been in twice. Uh, Chicago has been in twice. Philly's been in twice. What the fuck's the point? <laughs> yeah, right. It's, like, what, what's the point of having the same teams every year? It's, it's like, stupid. Uh, like, literally, just like the Metropolitan and and the Pacific Division. There's no point. Uh, you know, switch it up, and maybe there'll be a point. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking at some of these. Then they're not the prettiest. Uh, but that that Capitals one, that that deep blue is really nice on on theirs. So. Uh. I don't know. I like I like the San Jose one. Maybe it's because I I was a fan. I actually watched that game. Um, on a favorite one's the New Jersey one. I wish they would bring that back full time. What year was that? Twenty fourteen when they played the Rangers. Oh okay, yeah. So that's the one where they have the the green the green shorts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh is it is it a green trim around the uh, the logo instead of the black? So like yeah, it's, it's okay. Just, there's awesome. no black. Yeah, it just it just looks really deep. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a deep green. But no, that's awesome. Fuck is was Yager, Did Yager play in this fucking game? Yeah, Yager was part of the Devils that year. Jesus. Yeah, no, these jerseys are actually sick. Um, you know, I know I know that you prefer the green in them and and. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like they really do look good, and it stands alone. You know, especially like with Minnesota really going away from that 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 red alternate jersey. Um, this would be a, a really good look for this team. You know, uh, taking over that the only team with the red and green concept. You know, red and black. It, it's okay, but I think that 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 red with the secondary being green is 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 It'd a be better so look. Nice. And it, it's more it it's so more bad. unique, you know. You need to go back to it so bad. Yeah, because it's just like right now that the devils, oh my god, red and black, perfect colors. Well, I think the red and green looks pretty good, especially in some of these like really nice refined images, dude. It looks sharp as fuck. Oh yeah. Best thing to do for New Jersey is go back to the red and green. Yeah, I mean even the, the gloves look <laughs> the gloves look sick too. Oh yeah. It's just a, it's just a, an all around better color scheme. Oh, yeah, look 100%. at these ugly ass New York, New York fucking jerseys. My but God. honestly, I think that's uh, I think that's probably the best place to leave the episode. 
Yeah, uh, talking shit about, uh, you know, jerseys. lackluster jersey concepps. <laughs> it's kind of seen the, the – there's no jersey rant, then it's, uh, it's a waste of an episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, let, uh, let us know what you think of the jerseys and, you know, let us know which ones you liked for the stadium series, which ones you didn't. Uh, if you think New Jersey should go back full-time to the, the red and green colorway. I know they have the white one for the road, but I think they should bring back that red. Yeah, that that, that red looks – I like the white one like you're saying, but, dude, that red is so much more fierce with that green. Oh, 100%. So let us know. Uh, you can find myself at FrozenBiscuit92 or Shane underscore Ryan 90. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, uh, Shane underscore Ryan 97. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah, you can find me, uh, Corey, uh, as the Bayou Benders on all platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, let's, let's wrap it up there, man. Uh, great episode. You know, we'll, we'll, we will be back. Uh, you know, when you guys so. hear this, we have a game that night against uh, Detroit. Absolutely going to fucking put the wheels on them. Um, and we'll see you guys soon. Uh, Shane, good talk to you. See you next time. Uh, go Devils. Go Devils. Catch you guys on Monday. All right. Y'all have a good weekend.